Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Ingrid. What's happening? What is happening? How are you? I'm doing well. I exercised last night. Did I see you exercising with a glass of wine? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm, interesting. I had dinner and then I had a glass of wine. Oh, very good. I like cleaned and yeah, it's not really a traditional combo, but uh, <laughs> I was you're, feeling it. You're not a traditional type of person. <laughs> so what's happening in the planets this week? Well, this week is more about deepening relationships, deepening relationships, transforming your relationships, transforming yourself in relationships. The big alignment this week is the new moon in Scorpio. So that is solidifying or forming new karmic bonds, setting your intentions in that in that realm. But that happens at the end of the week. To start the week on Monday, November 9th, the sun in Scorpio. And again, astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. So the sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality. It's moving through Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign that represents secrets, the world of the unseen, the world that represents the taboo subjects, the occult, all the secrets, magic, magic, but karmic bonds. That's what I really like to associate with Scorpio because Scorpio is about being completely vulnerable, being completely vulnerable where you are in a relationship with someone else and you might actually feel a little bit scared because you have like bared your soul to this person and now now what's going to happen so on monday the sun is transiting through scorpio and it's aligning with neptune before you go into the alignment i just wanted to touch on what you mean by secrets yeah yeah in the last episode i think we kind of talked about secrets possibly being things that are hiding in your own mind that you haven't quite uncovered or sat with long enough to figure out what those issues are that are bringing complications to your relationships sure or like triggers yeah totally i also look at it as like things you don't want other people to know maybe you don't want people outside of your unit to know you're in a relationship with somebody and you don't want other people to know or there's something about that relationship that you don't want other people to know or there's something that you don't want the person that you are in relationship with to know. So when I think of Scorpio and the karmic bonds, the vulnerability that Scorpio brings kind of goes hand in hand. Like if you have a secret that maybe you don't want someone to know, I mean, that 
would mean you'd have to be super vulnerable. So would this be a time to let some of those secrets out of the bag? This actually would be, it's not something that I will recommend every day, but today is actually that day to do that because the sun is in alignment with Neptune. Neptune is the cloudy planet. It's the planet where we don't know what's on the surface. We're in the fog. We can't really see. So Neptune is the planet that represents dreams, fantasy, illusion, deception, compassion. So the sun in Scorpio, the sign of secrets, aligning with Neptune, the planet of compassion in the sign of Pisces, which represents dreams, the unconscious. And also healing, right? Healing, yes. So think about maybe telling the secret to your partner is going to bring about some compassion from their end to accept you for who you are and really just love you in that way. This is a time to heal your karmic bonds. So if like in the past, maybe you were betrayed by a partner, maybe you did something to betray a past partner, and now you want to come clean with your present partner that you did something bad. Maybe not to them, but to somebody else in your past that you're afraid that if you tell the person that you're with this story, they're not going to look at you the same. But you feel like you have to tell them because if you don't, you're carrying this burden and you want to be upfront and honest. So the question for this alignment is how can you heal your karmic bonds? By being vulnerable and sharing something that maybe has been on your mind that you've been too scared to express to the people that you're close to. Mm, Yeah. Sharing something that you're afraid to express. Anything that's just been weighing on you, I guess, today. It's been weighing on you. Yeah. Today's a good day to let something off of your plate. Yes. So what the other alignment that's happening today, and there's two... The other one is Venus, the planet of relationships in Libra, the sign of relationships, the sign that Venus rules, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty in the sign that it rules, Libra, symbolized by the scales, which represents balance, equanimity, harmony, is in opposition to Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict in the sign that it rules, Aries. Aries is cardinal fire. Symbolized by the ram, cardinal fire, opposite Libra, cardinal air, Libra, opposite Aries, the goddess of love, opposite the god of war. So maybe you share something with the one you're bonded to and wanting to be vulnerable and wanting to receive that compassion. Are you going to say but? I was going to say and. Okay. They respond aggressively perhaps oh that's what i thought you were gonna say (laughs) yes is that still a good day to express yourself then if maybe there's going to be some conflict or is that just like a necessary part of the sharing i think the latter so a necessary part of the sharing might be a little bit of conflict well don't you want to be in relationship with somebody who accepts you for who you are yeah okay but you said there's going to be a conflict 2020 is all about raising the vibration of your relationship vibe. We've been talking about relationships for for months now. So trusting that the relationship has like a strong enough container to weather the conflict. I'm not even putting that kind of expectation on it. It's just that if I'm going to be in a partnership with somebody, in a bond with somebody, then I need to be fully accepted by them. And even though it's really scary 
for me to share this information with the person that I'm bonded to. And of course, I want them to respond with compassion and acceptance and appreciation for who I am, despite what I've done that I've wanted to keep secret. Mm -hmm. I can't hide it anymore. And if I can't hide it anymore, then I just have to put it out there. And whatever happens, happens. If they don't want to be with me, if they want to cut me off, then it's not the right person. So really, it's a day to share the secret regardless of the outcome. Yes. Think about how can you show courage and self-confidence in your relationship? Yeah, by being vulnerable and just coming out and saying whatever it is you need to say. Exactly. Being straight up. This is who I am. I love you. I know you love me. But there's some more I want to tell you about me that maybe you won't like. So I'm going to tell you and I'm going to accept your response. Because it's about you showing compassion to the partner, too, by saying, I accept your response. If you don't want to be with me anymore because of what I'm about to share with you, I understand. I understand. And that's okay. I still love you as a person. And I'm very grateful for the bond that we've had. But at the same time, I need to be completely honest with the people that I'm bonded to. And so I'm going to share something with you that may upset you, or I don't know. I don't know how you're going to respond, but just know that however you respond, I appreciate it. I like the idea of having compassion for yourself and the other person in the scenario instead of expecting the other person to have a compassionate response because if you have an expectation, you're kind of bound to be let down. Totally. Allowing whatever response comes up. Yes. Okay, I have something unrelated before we go to Tuesday. Yeah. Our friend Meryl has a podcast that she's looking for people to share their secrets. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can find out the name of it if anyone's interested. And I think it's actually paid. Ooh. A paid thing where you're supposed to be anonymous and you can go there to share your secrets. I, I like that. That might be something to do on this day. <laughs> you know? Scorpio's the sign of secrets. Neptune's the planet of fantasy. And, you know, listening to a podcast and hearing people's stories is kind of like that fantasy realm. Yeah, she wants me to go on there, but now I'm scared. I don't, I don't know what secret to tell. <laughs> well, you've got a lot of them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's considered a secret. What is considered a secret? I don't know. Something your parents don't know? Or oh, like something... a lot. Okay, there's a lot of things there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a secret would be. I mean, that's up to you. I mean, I guess I kind of have a lot of secrets. You do? <laughs> I feel like you're a Gemini rising. You you probably tell all of your secrets to everyone. Yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You're not meant to be keeping the secrets. Maybe you have a secret and you don't have to tell it to the person that you... Do you want to tell a secret to the person you want to tell it to, but you're afraid to tell it to their face, so you go on a podcast and tell it and then say, hey, listen to this <laughs> podcast. I had something I wanted to tell you. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, tell someone else your secret and then maybe they're going to say it's not that big of a deal to just tell the secret to whoever you needed to tell it to. Tell Meryl the secret and then she'll tell you. She's okay. a Scorpio rising, so she's probably got lots of secrets. Really? Meryl should oh. be the one. Yes. Meryl should be the one going on the show. I know she's got secrets. Oh my, I really want to listen to it because I want to know everyone's secrets. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. That's the Gemini rising. You're very curious. <laughs> so maybe maybe the play for you is to listen to the podcast first, hear the secrets that other people are sharing, and then 
you'll get some ideas. And then I'll decide that I have no secrets because I already <laughs> told them all. <laughs> no, you have secrets. I know you have secrets. You, you have a secret. You told me one of your secrets. You've told me a few of your secrets that other people don't know. But is it still a secret then since it's I told you? It's still a secret because you haven't told other people. You're keeping it from other people. A secret is something that you're keeping from other people. <laughs> okay, so I have maybe, a secret. <laughs> yes. Maybe you've told like five people your secret, but you're not open with your secret. There's certain people that you are keeping this information from, and that's a secret. Okay. So I'm one. keeping secrets for you, Ingrid, because <laughs> you've been sharing things with me. I bet you hold like so many people's secrets. I hold a lot of secrets, but that's what happens when you're a Scorpio. Interesting. Yes, they fall into the pit of darkness. I remember all the secrets. Oh, well, where's my Scorpio? Like, what part of the chart are my secrets in? What part of the chart are your secrets in? I guess, like, if you're looking at somebody's secretive nature... Hmm. I would say that, you know, what's going on in your eighth house. What's the eighth house? The eighth house is associated with the eighth sign, which is Scorpio. That's okay. the house of death. And your Mars is in the house of death. So you have fights or arguments that you've had that are secretive, disputes, secret disputes, or secret sexual relations. Maybe both. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> exactly. You're a part of the Pluto generation. So you are a part of a secretive generation of people. Ooh. Yeah, the people that were born between roughly around 1983, 84 until 1995. People that were born between those dates were born with Pluto in Scorpio. So... This is why people of that generation are all on their phones, behind the computer screen. They're not wanting to go out and go shopping. They're shopping online. They have a different way of doing things that is in strong conflict with the sign that is ruling our planet and has been for several decades, the Leo generation. Pluto and Leo, those are the people that were born between 1937 and 1957. When they got angry and didn't like the way they saw things in the world, they went out and marched in the streets to create change, roared like the lion. But your generation is more behind on the computer screens doing your computer stuff. You know, I know there was like protests and stuff mm -hmm. earlier in the year, but I attribute that to the Sagittarius generation, which is a generation that came after the Scorpio generation, people that were born between 1995 and 08. So even younger. They're even younger. They are the latest fire sign to arrive on planet Earth. And they're ready to burn things down to start over. Whereas you guys, like the Leo generation was upset because you guys wouldn't go shopping at stores. You would shop online instead. That didn't make sense to them. It's like, why aren't you just following what we have taught you to do? It's like, because the way you do things is dumb. We don't like it that way. <laughs> so you do things differently. Let's move on to Tuesday. Tuesday, November 10th. Mercury, the planet that rules the conscious mind and communication, messenger of the gods and guide of souls to the underworld, moves back to the sign of the underworld. Scorpio, secret messages. You're sending secret messages, Ingrid. I really like this. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> so Mercury first arrived in Scorpio 
on September 27th, but retrograded out of Scorpio on October 27th. So it spent about 30 days in Scorpio, directing your conscious mind to your karmic bonds, to the secrets, starting to think, what were they saying about me? I know they were saying something about me. You're keeping a secret from me, aren't you? What are you doing behind my back? You better tell me. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm doing something behind your back. Ooh, I don't know if I like this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's working with the dark side of Scorpio, Mm -hmm. the paranoia. What you want to be doing is directing yourself into the light side where you can truly have that conversation. Like we talked about on Monday, where you just really open up. This is how I feel. This is how I feel about you. This is how this relationship is affecting me. These karmic bonds. I'm feeling hurt by this experience. I'm feeling paranoid by this relationship. I feel like I am wanting to be manipulative with you because I'm afraid that you're going to be manipulative to me. And the reason why I feel that way is because in the past when I was in karmic bonds with other people, they manipulated me. And I manipulated them. That's what happened when I was completely vulnerable with people earlier. Now that I've been completely vulnerable with you, I'm afraid that you're going to do the same with me. But before you do the same to me, I'm going to have to do the same to you. I'm going to have to manipulate and control you so that I don't get hurt. But that's not where you want to be directing your energy. But by having that vulnerable conversation, you can kind of clear all of that past baggage and kind of like bring all those secrets to light. Totally. Totally. So that's the true vulnerability. And then you invite the other person to say, you know what? I'm scared too. I'm totally paranoid. (laughs) I've had a private investigator following you for the last three weeks. (laughs) That would be pretty extreme. I like this example. I think it's very relatable. Yes. (laughs) So this is something to be aware of. As Mercury is moving through, be aware that a private investigator might be following you. Might be following you, you. (laughs) exactly. It continues until December 1st. That's when Scorpio moves into Sagittarius on December 1st. And by then, everybody's just spitting the truth because that's the truth telling sign, Sagittarius. But we'll get into that at another time. How can you use your psychic awareness to read the mind of the one you are bonded to? Taking a look at their actions and if they're matching their words, maybe thinking about the why behind what someone's doing. And if there's like maybe an ulterior motive or like a trigger possibly that's happening for them, like maybe they're not doing it on purpose, but they have some baggage that has triggered them to try to manipulate you. Mm -hmm. So kind of being aware of that and possibly having that conversation where you say, it seems like you're doing something weird. Is there a reason why? Mm. Are you doing it on purpose? Mm -hmm. What is happening here? Because it feels strange. Hmm. Instead of doing the manipulation back to them and going back forth, back forth, just kind of... Breaking that chain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. I love that answer. Wednesday, November 11th. So now the sun in Scorpio again. Now it's in alignment with the north node. Retrograde in Gemini. The north node is the karmic pathway of the soul, the soul's purpose. Gemini is an air sign, mutable air, the sign of communication, symbolized by the twins, ruled by Mercury. So it's all about communication. So again, psychic communication. It's all about opening up the channel, 
opening up the channel. It's like when you can really get on the same page as another person in that karmic bond, you want to, the magic of Scorpio is once you get past that paranoia and that manipulation and you truly trust another person, then you can read their mind. Then you know what they're thinking. You guys are on the same page. All you have to do is look at each other across a room and you're like, mm-hmm, you smile or you, there's just a look in the eye and it's like, you know exactly what you're thinking. And then also even the manipulation, you can call it out. They're acting a certain way and you might be able to easily just say, hey, I can see you're kind of freaking out because mm -hmm. it reminds you of this, but that's not what's happening here. You know, can I, is there anything I can do to like clear that energy for you? Because I think you're confused. Reassuring, reassuring and supporting. You know, that's the part of the karmic bond right there is when one side is feeling drained, the other side is lifting them up. I see you being paranoid. Do not worry. Everybody loves you. Ingrid, <laughs> people love your voice. Is that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy because I <laughs> was having a full panic about that a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, when we started on the floor crying. The first couple episodes Chris edited, yeah, he would edit and I would cry on the floor that I hated how I sounded. Yes. And now people tell me, I love Ingrid's voice. I mean, I think also, you know, I was able to share that with you and then you were able to reassure me that I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I have a good example mm. of something that happened this weekend. I had met a new friend and they were super vulnerable. They were going through a breakup and it just seemed really heavy because I was going through something similar. And I mentioned codependency, mm -hmm. which they had never really heard of. Mm. I mean, it gets tossed around a lot, but I'd been researching it and kind of went deep. And I for sure have like a lot of codependent tendencies. So I shared that with the person and they, and they looked it up and they said, oh my God, I thought I was insane. That mm. I was like so alone and isolated and I checked every single box on this codependency wow. list. And they're like, I feel better even though nothing has changed knowing that I'm not losing my mind, but there's just something that I need to work through. Because they had a deeper understanding that, okay, this is what I'm going through. Now I've recognized the issue. Now I can work on it. And I feel like that was just a healing moment for them. Mm -hmm. And the only reason the conversation came about is because they were super vulnerable. Yes. And then I shared something super vulnerable about myself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the vulnerability on both sides was able to clear some old baggage for both of us. That's amazing. This is a great time for that kind of work, working through the codependency issues by just completely being vulnerable with the person that you're with. I'm scared. I'm afraid, you know, and once that's out in the open and you're reassured, then it's to the next stage, which is going to be Sagittarius. And when the planets move into Sagittarius, that's about freedom. So it's like if you can truly love somebody in a karmic bond, it's like they say, if you love someone, then you have to be willing to set them free. So you don't have to be codependent so that they can go off and do whatever they're doing and you know they're going to come back when they want to or when it's time. The other part of the puzzle on the codependency scale yeah. is kind of obsessing over everyone else's issues mm. and not really taking Looking the time. At your own? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So that kind of really ties into the next month of freedom. So it's like if we can reel in those, all those strings that we attach to everyone else that allow us to kind of distract ourselves mm -hmm. from what we really need to work on, which is... Ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I feel like our whole society is codependent. Like the way that we're all glued to 
social media or the media, the news, whatever it may be. And it's like we're looking at all these problems outside of ourselves. And getting, yeah. If we know what's happening in the election, if that's fixed, then like everything will be okay. Right. If my guy wins, then everything's going to be okay. It's like, no. You need to go within. Mm -hmm. You need to look within yourself. It's like no wonder people get so frustrated with what's going on in the world because you really have no control over that. But what you do have control over, you're not looking at. And so that's truly where the frustration lies. It's like it's literally like your soul saying, stop looking outside. There's work that needs to be done in here. In here. Most relationships have codependency just built into them. Mm -hmm. But then also like extending that to all relationships, anything outside of ourselves that we can fix, we're really not focused on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right on. So the question is, how can you communicate your psychic awareness? I mean, I, I guess kind of similar to yesterday saying, I think this is what you're feeling. Am I right? You know, you seem paranoid. Mm-hmm kind of just being able to call out what's happening and letting them know like i see what you're going through so you see that ingrid you see my paranoia is that what you're saying (laughs) there's another alignment on this day wednesday november 11th venus in libra and neptune in pisces which we talked about on monday so now venus and neptune are aligning venus the goddess of love the planet of relationships and neptune the healer so healing the relationships, healing the, the subconscious, the unconscious mind in relationships. What would you like to heal in your relationships? Whatever that psychological baggage is that is causing you to manipulate the people you're in relationships with. Mm. Also, I was thinking slowing down because if you're seeing the manipulation and you're taking it personal and not calling it out, then that can lead to some arguments. So yes. if you're able to see like someone's being fearful or being paranoid instead of just reacting to the situation at hand being able to really like see with your psychic awareness what they possibly are going through behind the scenes and having compassion for that i feel like yeah whenever neptune is involved you want to slow down if you're driving in the fog you need to slow down the cloudy planet yes okay yes so that's a good note thursday november 12th jupiter the god of thunder Lord of Justice, the planet of luck and expansion, is at the same degree in the same sign as Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, planet of transformation. So the planet of expansion at the same place in the sky as the planet of transformation in Capricorn, the sign of authority, mastery, hard work, achievement, ambition. So... This is a great opportunity to transform your relationship to authority, your relationship as an authority. So that could be in terms of your career, but that could also be in terms of just how you feel about yourself on the inside. A hundred percent. That's it. I mean, yes, your career, but if you don't feel confident or like you're in authority of yourself on the inside, how can you achieve in your career? And so this is like the work that you're doing in the relationship leading up to today, leading up to Thursday, earlier in the week, really being vulnerable with somebody, really being open and honest and vulnerable about what you're feeling, your paranoia, how you might be manipulative in some way, doing that and then finding the acceptance through the person that you are bonded to or not. It just gives you clarity of who you are, where you are, 
and you can stand on solid ground from that perspective and then move up from there. So how would you like to transform your relationship with authority? I mean, I was just going to ask you that. So how, yeah, how do you connect with the self-confidence within yourself? How do you just believe in yourself more? What, what kind of things can you do to really like uplift yourself? So I think of like the work that I've done as an astrologer and how I've gotten to this point. It was by doing the work. Practice? Doing, practicing. Practicing. Looking at this astrological code that astrological code, this person's code, that person, this person, so on and so forth, looking at hundreds, thousands of astrological codes and understanding what they meant, looking at what the planets and stars look like in the code and how that reflected to the person I was doing a reading for, or if it's a public figure, how does that reflect in them in terms of their personality, in terms of their physicality, all of it. The more that I did that, the more that I felt confident, the more I felt the confidence to share what I was discovering. And that's how you come to be an authority. So just practicing whatever your craft is so you feel confident when you're doing it that you're good at it. Practice your craft. And so that could also be, I mean, we're talking about communication and being vulnerable in relationships. I mean, that could be just practicing that skill. It's really hard to be vulnerable, but the more that you do it, the more you're going to feel confident in communicating with the people around you and it will come easier. And then you will be an authority in your relationships. Totally. And it's not just practicing the skill, but it's also practicing the business as well. Like, you know, if you're, you were talking about relationships. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about relationships, practicing that open communication, that's part of it understanding that your voice matters and you want to be with a partner that's respecting your authority. You're both an authority. You're both an authority of yourself. It's not like one is an authority over the other. I mean, that's two people standing on equal footing with one another. So that's the practice with relationship. But when you were talking about practicing your craft, like I think of my cousin who's a super talented musician, like his craft of being a musician is elite, but he needs to practice the work of the business because it's not just music, it's music business. So I challenged him to put out a new song every single week, once a week, put out a new song. I told the same thing to Chris, you know, every week, put out a new song on SoundCloud, YouTube, put a clip on Instagram and at the end of 52 weeks, you'll have 52 songs there. And people will start to notice because you're really talented. But if you're putting out a song hmm, in six months or, you know, and then another five weeks after that and, and then another eight weeks after that, then it's harder to, to grasp onto it, to, to be seen. Yeah, totally. So, Practicing all aspects of the, the work. For not doing the business part then we're not doing the work. Mm -hmm. You can be the best at anything, but if you're not practicing the part where you're trying to make money doing it, then you're not doing yourself a service. Right. Balance between the two. Yeah, absolutely. I could go off on a big tangent with this, but we'll move on to uh, Friday, November 13th. Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. The god of war advances. The god of war has been retreating for some time now. It's been moving retrograde since September 9th. So here we are two months later and it's done retreating. It's time to advance. 
to move forward. So typically, as I've said before, Mars spends about six weeks in each sign that it transits. But because of this retrograde course through Aries, the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram that Mars rules, Mars is going to spend, once it moves out of Aries in January, six months in Aries. So this has created some hot, tense energy. The god of war is demanding that we move forward, that we advance, that we lead, that we're not looking for someone else to show us the way, that we are trusting what is happening in our physical manifestation of the soul, our body. Where is it telling you to go? What is it telling you to do? Are you listening to that? Are you following that? Have you been struggling? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And if so, keep pushing forward. That's what I was talking about on September 9th. Back then when I was like, just keep moving forward as you feel Mars moving backwards. If you're running into any obstacles, keep moving forward. Give yourself a pat on the back for moving forward, even if it's just a step a day, a half a step a day. In doing so, you're building that strength, building that strength. It's like climbing up a mountain with 10-pound weights around your ankles. It's like your legs get tired, but by the time you take those weights off, it feels like you're walking on air. Oh, my God. I love that visual. That's definitely how it's been feeling. Mm. I have been slowly moving forward, even though everything's been really heavy. But I haven't even thought of how good I'm going to feel once those weights come off. And that's that's the mentality that so many people have, I feel like, in this like dog-eat-dog. You have to, you know, give 110% every day. You have to meet this quota by this time and that quota by that time or else you're a failure. No, that's a bunch of bullshit. Getting out of bed is an accomplishment. So you're not meant to give the same effort or to experience the same results day in and day out. You are meant to have the struggle and the challenge. The God of War is saying, are you really in this? Hmm. Are you really in it? When the times are tough, are you in or are you out? Because if you're out, that means that you're out when the times are good too. Because times are going to start to fly right now. Especially once we get to January 3rd, once Mars moves out of its shadow. Wow. So this is the time to really, you know, hit the ground running, keep sprinting ahead. And by the time you get to January 3rd, whatever you're working towards is going to start to lift off to fly. Well, that's good news. Yeah. By the time January comes, I will have kind of like packed away some loose ends that I've been trying to wrap up. Mm. So I love that you said January 3rd. Awesome. Awesome, Ingrid. Yes. And it's such a nice reminder that we're not always going to get the same results every time we try to like produce something and to not be hard on ourselves. Sometimes it's going to be easy and maybe you're going to produce more and sometimes things are going to be hard and you do the same amount of work and you only get like a little bit of reward. But that doesn't mean it's not working. You're still doing the work as long as you're showing up. Yes, exactly. Show up. Just keep showing up. It doesn't mean, well, I didn't hit this level, so I'm not going to show up anymore. Okay, fine. You know, then don't show up. But if you do show up, then you will get the reward. I was um, reading something that says like, I don't know what it's good for people who procrastinate or don't want to get things started because they feel overwhelmed. It's setting a timer and being like, I'm going to only do this thing for 15 minutes. 
Yes. You'll still do it because it's only 15 minutes of your day. And maybe that's all you do is 15 minutes and then you move on to the next thing. But a lot of the time your energy starts moving and then you end up doing it for an hour. Mm -hmm. So it's like just allowing yourself maybe like a small amount of consistency to keep going and keep moving forward. And then if you have that extra energy, you know, doing more. You got to get the car out of the driveway first, right? Yeah. That's like that 15 minutes. Just back the car out of the driveway, put it into drive, drive down the street And if you feel like turning around and going home, then fine. But maybe once you get down to the end of the street, you're going to realize, oh, you know what? feels nice to be outside. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to turn down this street and see where that goes. And then I'm going to go down this street and see where that goes. And next thing you know, you've driven a thousand miles away. So question for Mars Direct and Aries. What challenges are you ready to face? What challenges? This week we've been practicing being vulnerable and using our psychic awareness to hopefully shift and strengthen our karmic bonds so seems like all week we would be facing challenges of keeping that vulnerability open and speaking about it with the people that we're close to Mm -hmm. and i think that can just be really really difficult to be vulnerable and that can be the person expressing themselves you know working through that block of um sharing something uncomfortable with someone else that might shift your karmic bond um and then also being the person opposite the person sharing and knowing that things could shift based on something somebody shares with you and just being able to show up and accept the change that might happen on either end. Mm -hmm. Anything shifting in your karmic bonds is really scary. Totally. So it's really about, I mean, I think about what challenges are you ready to face? Are you ready to face the challenge of tapping into your self-confidence, being willing to show up, every day, being willing to be vulnerable in relationship, being willing to get out of bed, do what you need to do. That's a challenge. But if you are confident in yourself, and even if you're not confident in yourself, that's the challenge to find the confidence, find the confidence within yourself. The other alignment of the day for Friday is Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships In Libra, the air sign, which it rules, aligning with the North Node retrograde in Gemini, another air sign. So air and air. So this is about that confidence in communication that you're talking about being vulnerable. The planet of love and beauty, the planet of relationships with the North Node, the soul's purpose in the sign of communication. Planet of relationships in the sign of relationships, connecting with the soul's purpose in the sign of communication. So what would you like to articulate in your relationships? Some sort of a secret that you've been holding back. Hmm. Yeah. So if you didn't do it earlier in the week, or maybe if you did do it earlier in the week, now it's created this kind of open pathway where things are a little more free flowing with the conversation. Saying like, remember when I told you earlier in the week that this reminds me of my childhood and that's why I react in this weird way. Just, bringing that conversation up again and maybe that vulnerability and that open conversation can release some of that baggage you had attached to it. Or maybe by earlier in the week when you shared something about yourself and now the other person has been like, oh, cool. I totally accept that. I I totally accept that. I love you. And now on Friday, it's like, remember when you said something? So this is what I have to say. You also have a secret. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah, for sure. Now they finally open up. And that culminates us to the crescendo of the week, Saturday, 
November 14th, the new moon in Scorpio. The new moon in Scorpio, which is in alignment with that conjunction that we spoke about on Thursday with Pluto, the planet of transformation, and Jupiter, the planet of expansion, expanded transformation. That expanded transformation in the sign of authority is going to be aligning with the new moon in Scorpio. So all the work that you've done in opening yourself up and being vulnerable and being courageously vulnerable and being willing to face the conflict or the tension that comes about through the courageous vulnerability kind of eviscerates the boundaries that were created leading up to this point. And now you are able to truly transform your relationship with yourself as an authority and your relationship bonds, your relationship energy as it relates to your karmic bonds. So the new moon is the planting of the seeds of the coming harvest. Always during the new moon, what are you planting? And specifically in this new moon in Scorpio, it's about what are you planting in terms of your karmic bonds? Who are the people that you want to be bonded to? What is the intention that you're setting? Okay, I've come clean this week. I've come completely clean. Maybe my partner left me because I came clean. Great. Great. Now I can really start over. Who do I want to call in that's going to accept me for who I am? What kind of qualities does that person have? Yes, because I'm an authority. This is I'm bringing something of value here. I'm me. And me is a wonderful person. So I deserve somebody that is going to see me for the wonderful, amazing human being that I am. Or maybe you came clean with your partner and the partner is like, oh my God, I love you more. Deepen that bond today during the new moon. Now the relationship is transformed and it's about pushing forward into that next level. This is your karmic intentions. I mean, karmic bonds can be anyone in your close personal circle, your friends, your family. It doesn't have to be just a romantic relationship. Totally. So making sure you like nurture all of those people that are in your close circle. I think about it as like the people that your soul is tied to. These are your soulmates. You don't just have one. You have many. And these are the people that you are contracted with to do this divine soulful work from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. You've met someone, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I know you. I just met you, but I feel like I know you. Somebody in your life who your soul is tied to, your heart is tied to. When they feel pain, you feel pain. When they feel happy, you feel happy. When they are angry, it keeps you up at night. These are the people that filter their way into your mind when you're driving down the street. And all of a sudden, these people are on your mind. These are the karmic bonds. So there's a whole series of questions here. What are your intentions for your karmic bonds and who do you want to be bonded to? But that's what you need to be thinking about when you're setting your intentions. That These are the people that I want to be bonded to. This is the type of person. These are my intentions. How would you like to expand your psychic awareness? How would you like to transform your psychic awareness? How would you like to expand your emotional depth and how would you like to transform your emotional depth? It's a heavy new moon. It's Scorpio. It's the deepest, darkest sign. This is heavy work. All these questions are in the newsletter 
they are that he writes so make sure to sign up for that because then you can really like sit with these questions because i think these are really important they're deep they're not something that you can really answer off the cuff yeah i need some time to to really like sit (laughs) sit with that and curate what kind of people i'm calling into my life and why yes i have a, a date with my friend crystal and we're supposed to make some intentions on like what kind of people we want to call in so this is really perfect timing yes she has such incredible power she's such an incredible psychic human being as she moves into the light she is going to be able to harness so much for herself in such a positive way and i'm glad that you're you're giving her that grounded energy that you have you're like giving her water form that's what that is so sunday november 5th the last day of the week so many planets in this alignment happening we got five planets we've got mercury the planet of communication venus the planet of relationships pluto the planet of transformation jupiter the planet of expansion and chiron the wound which we haven't talked about this week so venus the planet of relationships is aligning with pluto the planet of transformation and jupiter the planet of expansion it's aligning in a very stressful way so it's like if you haven't done the work this week, that it could all come crashing down on Sunday. But at the same time, even if you have done the work, by doing the work, you realize, wow, there's actually a lot of work ahead. I really have to change. I really have to transform who I am in relationship. And my partner needs to transform as well. So, and this is especially in terms of the authority energy that you have within yourself the authority energy that you have within yourself. If you if you are claiming that you truly are an authority now for who you are, then your relationships around you are going to change and some of them might be very uncomfortable because some people are going to be like, what makes you think you're so special? I mean, when we give away our authority and allow someone to decide whether or not we are the authority. Whether you're worthy or not. That's not something we can or should ever give away. No matter what we think in our mind, we are the authority. So when we give it away, it just like takes our power away. So just not giving your power away to someone else. Yes. And then also, I mean, this whole week is about vulnerability. And today might be the culmination of you sharing and having a transformation within your relationships. It's really uncomfortable. It's like the death of the old way of doing things in relationships Mm -hmm. and expansion is always exciting. But a lot of the times it's really difficult. So just knowing that it's all for a lesson so we can grow. Yes, it's not easy to to break the pattern no. of the way things have always been. No, it sucks. It's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. And then Mercury aligning with Chiron, that's bringing your conscious mind in the area of those karmic bonds and how that affects the wound to your self-confidence. I mean, again, giving away your authority, if you're relying on somebody outside of yourself to validate who you are, you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a wound to your self-confidence. So you have to just know that you have everything you need within yourself. You don't need anyone else to validate how you're feeling and who you are as a person. Absolutely. Yes. Cool, Ingrid. Great wisdom. Going back to that uh, codependency. That's what it's about, right? You can't validate yourself. So you're looking for the validation outside of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work on codependency this week. Tell us all your secrets. (laughs) We're going to be looking for you, Ingrid, on that other podcast. Oh, no. Spilling (laughs) all of your secrets. Okay. 
I'm going to use one of those voice changers <laughs> so nobody knows. <laughs> You're a Scorpio. Aren't you full of secrets? I am. And I'll never tell. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> That's right. All right. We'll see you all next week. See you next week, Ingrid. Bye. Bye. The weekly.